Are you an event planner or organizer looking for a... I'm literally recording. Oh. What did you think I was I doing? I press play there. The That's audio creepy. the audio's unreal because I'm talking in real you life. so like... Oh my God. Scripted. Thank you. Okay, it's weird. It's really awkward. Are you an event planner or organizer looking for a keynote speaker with a fresh new perspective that packs a serious punch? Someone who captivates your audience and inspires them to create lasting changes in their lives. Someone who has a compelling story to share that will leave your audience believing in themselves like they've never done before. I'm Rebecca Hamilton, founder and CEO of Chick Boss Cake, author of The Million Dollar Bakery, host of this podcast, Scrap the Sweet Talk, and I am your girl. I'm now booking dates for speaking engagements for 2022 and 2023. So head on over to com to book me for your next live, in-person, or virtual event. Hey, I'm Rebecca Hamilton, founder and CEO of Chick Boss Cake. Thanks for joining me on my Scrap the Sweet Talk podcast, where I'll be sharing all my best life and business tips on how I've created the life of my dreams and how you can too. I'm a no-nonsense, full disclosure, sweet talk scrapping, woman entrepreneur who believes in taking charge of your life and ridding yourself of all the excuses that are holding you back. Chad and I are back with a new and exciting podcast episode for you guys today. This one is a really good one. Oh yeah, it's great. And we have been having so much fun doing these podcasts way more often for you guys. And season two has been amazing so far. Yeah, we've received great feedback. Lots of people, uh, you know, messaging in and, um, you know, letting us know all the different ways that we've been impactful. And that's the whole point of this. I mean, it'd be a shame if we didn't share all the wealth of knowledge that we have from running a business and being in a relationship in business and um, just all the different things that we've learned along the way. Like if, if we can help anybody that um, gives them extra tools that we wish we knew 10 years ago, let's say, then yeah, we're doing our part. Yeah, I agree. And I, I'm so grateful for all of the other people like farther along than us who we've learned all of this stuff from and we wouldn't have gotten to where we are if we didn't like take their advice and listen to everything that they shared about growing their businesses and stuff. So I definitely think that it's just something that you want to give back on. So I think it's awesome. Absolutely. All right, so today we are talking about how to push through hard times, challenging challenging situations, and how not to quit. Bingo. Because what we've noticed is that when people are faced with a problem, their first initial instinct is to give up. And it's really interesting that that's the first uh, reaction that they have. 
And we've learned a lot of really helpful ways in our own lives where we know how to push through and we know what to do in order to get on the other side um, of problems and challenges and stuff like that. And so we thought that this would be a really, really helpful topic for anybody listening to it. Yeah, exactly. So it's certainly a common trend that I've noticed in a lot of people that don't understand this concept is typically when something, um, you know, people will fill their their plate with all these different things in life that they're taking on, right? So maybe you have work, you have kids, you have school, you have like all these different elements and layers to what you're taking on as far as responsibility in your life. And then what ends up happening is um, you kind of reach some sort of breaking point and a the typical reaction is just to be like, okay, screw it, I quit, and then remove several of those elements from the equation. And what I definitely know is that is the wrong way to approach it. Sorry to burst your bubble. Um, it, it makes sense why people react that way because it's certainly instinctual to want to protect what's you know well, your comfort area, right? It's, it's much easier. easier. Yeah. It's easier to get rid of the problem than to find a solution to it so exactly so I know in our lives there's been many times where things get overwhelming and uh, but quitting is never an option like it's not in our DNA for anything we're doing so uh, we won't start eliminating different things and okay well, I'm not doing that anymore I'm not doing that anymore like we don't start doing stuff like that because what you'll find is when you actually push through those um, situations in life and you actually like that's where the growth happens so it's really funny because people encounter these you know it sort of builds and you get really overwhelmed and what people don't realize is like you're almost there like that that is the growth like that's the lesson is trying to teach you that like you can handle it like the whole mind over matter thing like you're almost there like you're bailing right before you're gonna grow right before you're gonna learn something that is gonna do amazing things for you in your life 100 percent. and i find the people who quit the most often and they just take the easy way out um, are the people who have the lowest threshold for stressful situations and the reason why is because Every time you choose to give up on something or to quit on something just because it's hard and just because you're stressed out at the moment, it trains your brain to think that that's the only way to handle any situation is to just keep on giving up because it's easy. But as we all know, the easy way is not the best way. I mean... Anything in life worth having is not easy. It's just a fact, okay? And if I would just say, okay, if you have, if you feel like you have a lot of things on your plate, you have too much and it's overwhelming, I would say and I would challenge you to find a solution to push through the hard time or push through the overwhelming feelings and don't give up on something when you're in that state of stress, okay? And sit with the feelings, find out a way on how you can um, overcome it, which I have some tips for you that I'm going to get into a little bit later. Um, but 
if you want to make that decision to drop a few things in your life, like, you know, if you are working, you know, three jobs and you want to maybe drop it down to two, or you don't want to continue doing your, um, you know, meeting that you have every month or whatever, whatever's overwhelming you, make that decision to quit that thing in a good state of mind and don't do it in a stressful state mm-hmm. because that will really that was a am i doing good yeah that was fantastic that was a very genuine yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was great that, that hit home with me i was like wow i didn't even think about that that was a great way to explain that thank you and so yeah so if if you are going through challenges and you feel really overwhelmed with a lot of areas in your life you want to push through it because that is what's going to train your brain to be a problem solver instead of a quitter. And then later down the line, maybe a month after that passes, after you've worked through that challenging situation, you want to evaluate it when you're in a good state of mind. Okay. And then you can make that decision. Maybe you do decide to drop it, but you know what? This I do this every time. If I'm faced with a really challenging, shitty situation, I ask myself, would, if I feel like I wanna quit, I go, if I was in a great state of mind, would I still wanna give this up? And most of the time, the answer is no. And it's only those feelings of stress and anxiety that make us want to quit, but we don't actually genuinely want to quit. It's just the feelings that we get with stressful situations that make us want to quit. But half of the time, we don't actually want to quit, right? Yeah. And so this is this actually ties into why I always say that it's so important to take care of your, your mental well-being because yeah. you can see how... like. It is such a terrible way to live if you're going through life making choices and decisions based on how you're feeling, right? Like yes. you're 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 basically not doing anything intentionally. Okay, we did an episode on how to control your emotions. And I'm just going to say that that is probably like one of the most important episodes you guys should all listen to. And if there's anything that you can work on that's going to help you benefit in every single area of your life, in your work life, your relationships, your friendships, everything, it is how to control your emotions. And we're not talking about how to not feel anything. We're talking about how to feel things in a healthy way that don't linger and don't last past like five or 10 minutes. And so if you go back and you listen to that episode about how to control your, it's something like the the title of it is control your emotions, control your life or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it is the best one of the best episodes and definitely one of the best things you can do and then after you listen to that and you gain the general understanding of what to do go and google it read books on it and master your emotions i guarantee it will literally change your life as soon as you start practicing that yeah exactly so if you think about um you know, I always like to use the analogy of like, you know, when you're a kid and you, um, you know, you want to ask your parents if you could, let's say, do something w- with a friend or sleep over to a friend's house or something where maybe you're not allowed to do this as you know, that often or whatever. Well, there's and, a reason you have to ask, right? You know, so the, what I'm trying to say is that typically you'll, 
you'll do like, what, should I ask mom or should I ask dad? Like, who's in the best mood right now, right? Totally. You know, and then you're like, okay, well, uh, you know, my mom's in the best mood, so I'm going to go ask her because my dad seems really fussy today. Yeah. And like, if you Everyone think about does that, that, it's right? a strategy. Kids are so smart. They're smarter than you think. Exactly. <laughs> They're so smart. So, but like, what does that say, right? Like, that's why, obviously, now, as an adult listening to this yeah. and, and trying to be more responsible for your life and, and give that outwardly um, yeah, persona. Yeah, so I just want to yeah. back up there because it's so true because I remember you told me this, like, a couple like a couple weeks ago that you were having, like, a huddle with the staff and you used this analogy, which is really good because our staff are mostly younger. And um, I didn't really, like, take the time to think about it, but it's really true in the sense that uh, if you go and you ask your mom for something and she's in a good good mood then she's gonna say yes and then if you go and ask her when she's in a bad mood she's probably gonna say no where she's just making those decisions solely based on her emotions and how she's feeling that day and not actually based on what you're even asking so that's a really good example and i just wanted to clarify that because i didn't really take the time to think about it the other day and now when you just said I that. I have lots of philosophical points yes, that yes, um, they get brushed over. And it seems like that was one of them. But hey, at well, least you got, you got the point you know later. What? I'm an introvert, creative person. I like to <laughs> internalize things and yeah. reflect on them and understand them. But, you know, I mean, when you've been married for a while, you kind of have selective hearing at that oh, point. <laughs> is that what it is? I think so. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. So that's a great point, right? Like, you know, and this is the whole idea of like, if you are putting yourself in a great state of mind often, you will be able to make the right decision, which is never quitting, right? And the only time it should be quitting is if it's something that, you, like you said earlier, I love that. That's why I was like, oh my God, like I made that noise because I was like, mm-hmm. how often do we not think about the emotional state that we're in when we're actually making like a big decision you know um totally. and and the example of the the child asking the parent bad mood good mood it's like it should not matter the emotional state if the question is the same yeah it's so true if the question the situation is the same it shouldn't matter and honestly you can even apply this to um like i've had bosses before that were like that and they were like emotionally unstable and it would be the same thing like if they were in a bad mood like i'm not gonna ask for a day off and then you know hopefully the next day then maybe they'll be in a good mood and i'll ask um but the best leaders are ones where you can ask the question and they're you're not gonna get an emotional response And that's something that Chad and I are really, really good at um, with managing staff or or vendors or or anything like that, is that we make decisions based on what the best option is, what the best answer is, and not based on how we're feeling that day. Like, I can't remember the last time I made a decision or somebody came to me with something and I reacted purely out of emotion because it doesn't even make logical sense to me uh, to do that. And I know a lot of people do and a lot of people have bosses that are like that. And it's just, unfortunately, like those are the worst bosses because you tiptoe around them. You never know how they're gonna show up, how they're gonna be, right? So if anyone's listening to this and you're a leader, Um, I mean, everybody has potential to be a leader, even if you're not a boss, like be a leader of your team, even if you have coworkers, yeah, be a leader. And um, you're always gonna be faced with the situation and just 
just really tune into yourself and and notice if you do this and if you make decisions um, when you're in a bad mood is actually the the easiest way to notice this. And if somebody comes to you and asks you for something and you say no or you say it in a bitchy way or you're angry or you it, it, it you know fuels your negative emotions, then that's a clear sign that you have a lot of work to do. So exactly and um yeah that's so true i mean if you're yeah everybody's a leader bosses in, like that have you had bosses like oh that? yeah i mean i feel like everybody has and, and that's why I, I love the fact that like i've worked so much on that and i certainly was never an expert at this you know this um mm-hmm. being married to me is yeah i used to be an emotional wreck like i was up and down and left and right um and i i realized that this didn't serve me like these were beliefs yeah. based on the emotional instability of my parents growing up mm-hmm. and that is something that i had to challenge like those are old beliefs I had to challenge. They do not serve me. And I've worked really hard to be super even keel with my emotions. I still feel them. I don't allow it to, to go up and down like a roller coaster. And then that's what allows me. And I even did talk about this in a meeting with the staff. I'm like, could you imagine um, if I came into work each day and you know, cause obviously they have their emotions that they're struggling with. And I was like, could you imagine if I came in and you guys, like I, you didn't know which side of Chad you were going to get like that is, you know, that worst. is so unfair. Um, as a grown adult, you have a duty and a responsibility at this point in your life to take ownership, uh, to take charge of your life and your emotions. And you have nobody to blame other than yourself. If that's still an issue for you. Yeah. Um, And the sad part is like I said, there is a lot of bosses and leaders that are like that. Like that, you know, like even when, when you do interviews or we do interviews and stuff and people will be like, um, if we ask the question, like, what are you looking for in a manager? And some people will be like, well, I just don't want to be yelled at. It's like, where are you working that they're yelling at you? I like, I can't even, I can't even imagine that that happens, but I know that it does because people are unhinged and not in control of their emotions. They might be really great, uh, and make a lot of money for the company and they may be really great at their job and what they do, but being a leader, and even being a parent is very similar. Like, I mean, it's the same thing. You're leading children, right? So you, whether you're leading your family or you're leading in business, it's the same thing. And it's the same uh, way to do it properly is to get your emotions in, in check. Exactly. So, yeah, to go back to the whole topic at hand here is, um, you know, not quitting and, and pushing through those situations. And, you know, the, the one thing that is fantastic when it comes to this is that I didn't realize that each time that I would kind of push that threshold where I really wanted to quit. We've all been there where you really want to quit, right? And anytime I pushed through that, like it was so frustrating and so like at the time, Mm -hmm. but you know, and then the days and weeks that followed, like I felt so awesome about myself. So like, isn't that so comical that like how weird like life and and situations trick us is that like I was, you're on the breaking point. You know that obviously if you quit, that'll alleviate that issue in the short term, but then you're going to feel crappy about yourself long term because you kind of question, did I, or did I not make the right decision? And then when you actually push through, that's when you're growing, you're actually building confidence. And then you come through the other side and you're like, okay, well, wow. Like what else can I do? Exactly. And it is, it is actually one of the the best things you can do 
if you struggle with confidence issues, like pushing through challenges and hard times is like one of the best ways to build your confidence quickly because you will build it so fast and you'll be so proud of yourself. And um, the opposite of that is also true. If you if you quit and you you know you quit the second things get hard and the second you know somebody asks you to do something you don't want to do, um, you're not ever going to be confident. You're not ever going to live a successful life. So it's just really something that um, it it's bigger than the actual issue at hand that you realize. Right when you just quit and give up, there's so many other things that happen. Um, inside your brain and your psychology and your uh, mental and emotional state, it, it really does more damage than you actually are aware of. Exactly. And that also ties into the whole um, keeping promises to yourself mm-hmm. and following through. So all these things are interconnected that we talk about. And that's why like once you start to make headway in all these areas, it, it typically all comes into play. Right. So, um, you know, if I tell myself, hey, I'm going to go and, and do something, I'm going you know, to run at this time or I'm going to, you know, go handle this task at work or I'm going to whatever that looks like. Yeah. Every time I do that, I'm like, okay, that's awesome. Like, I didn't make an excuse. Yeah. I didn't quit. I didn't bail. Like, I, I went through with it. And um, and yeah, back to the point of, like, so many people, they'll, they'll just, oh, my God, I can't handle it. And then they'll, like, quit their job and they'll give up on school. And then they'll, um, you know, like, it's just they start removing all these things. And then they don't realize, like, that's what makes you flighty. Like, the term yeah. flighty is, like... You know, everybody knows somebody like that, the right? Plan Where like you canceller. have you have a friend or a brother or sister, or family. Like plan canceller would be another great example. Of that like, you're you're just it's all the over the place. Quality, like, and, and it's because you're telling yourself that is it's acceptable. Yeah. To to do that type of behavior, nobody wants to be around someone like that. No. You know because. Just like how you are not building confidence, people are not confident. They don't have respect in you when you oh, do that. Oh yeah, it's it is it is a lot about respect too, and a lot of people, um, no, like yeah, because you're not going to have confidence in yourself, and other people are not going to have that confidence in you, and in, in turn, they're not going to have respect for you, right? Naturally, they're not going to trust you with anything. That's for sure. <laughs> so. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hate playing cancelers. <laughs> They yeah, drive me nuts. I, I know, like like that's my like that. pet peeve for friendships. We like, both we both share that. Like yeah. even like I told you that when we first met, I was like, "You're I'll never be a like I'm punctual punctual through the root. Like I'm on point with that stuff. I hate people like that. No, it's no, just no. a as lack of respect. As, right? as soon as we realize that people are playing, can- and I don't mean like you, you know, you're sick and you can't make it. Like I don't Legit. mean like that, or or your yeah. kid is sick or whatever. I mean like. Like you're literally going to cancel like every other plan or every third time, or it's just like so frequent and it's like just ongoing. As soon as I realize someone's like that, I'm totally out. I'm not, I, I have no patience for people like that because I, I don't trust them. They're flighty. Like it's you super said. similar. Like there definitely is a pattern between that behavior and yeah. quitting and not pushing through because oh, 100%. You're, you're basically telling yourself that your standard is just bail, bail, so bail. Low. Like I'm out, I'm out. Like I'm not, I'm not pushing through. I quit. I can't make it. Da, 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 right. Like yeah. it just ties into that. Like you just, you, you think that, um, you know, it, it doesn't matter, right? But exactly. it, it's impacting you way more than you think. Yeah. And so, I mean, another thing that, uh, you know, can happen too is like, 
if you're in the workplace or whatever and you just have like constant uh anxiety and stuff like that like just push through and like ask for help like if you are feeling a lot of anxiety it's usually because you don't feel confident in what you're doing mm. so maybe that was another mm, that was a good one i love you. this this is great fascinating <laughs> yeah um so if you're feeling a lot of anxiety maybe it's because um you don't really feel confident in what you're doing so ask your manager to help you out ask them to maybe retrain you or um, do it alongside you and, you know, help yourself through the anxiety of that because um, continuing on not really feeling confident in what you're doing is just going to keep building the anxiety. It's going to just keep building and building and building. And then you're going to hit a breaking point, which we hope you're going to push through next time. But I mean, if you don't, you're going to quit and then we're back at square one with this whole conversation. So anytime that I see anyone get super anxious, like if it's in my business or if I'm out and about like at Starbucks or Tim Hortons and just like the person serving me is like super uh, anxious. <laughs> um, I have that story. I'm going to talk about that okay. in a second. <laughs> Um, but I just, I literally feel so bad. Like I feel really bad for people in that situation because like, I just have such a, I don't know, like a broader scale of things that stress me out. So like, I would just never be stressed out by serving somebody coffee, but like other people do get so stressed out by that because their stress threshold is so low that everything stresses them out. And that's what really creates a lot of the, you know, the severe anxiety and stuff like that. And, um, I just feel so bad when I see that happening because I just want to tell them like, you take, take, 10 minutes if you want to make my coffee like I I don't care and, and the problem is that you know the reason why they're like that is because you know they get the the odd customer who's a complete asshole to them the one time and you know those people are far and few between thank god but it, it, it scares them and then they think that all customers are like that when majority are not like that and even if you get that odd customer who's going to be a complete ass to you like they, they're gonna be like that no matter how quick and how perfect their coffee is. So think about that next time you're having some anxiety trying to like get things done and trying to do things uh, properly or whatever. And and like I said, ask for help because if if maybe if your boss has talked to you and said like you know you need to pick up the the speed or whatever, you, they just need to show you how to do it more efficiently because there's a way to do it. They know that there's a way to do it. So just ask for help. Nobody's going to get mad at you for asking for help. I love when our employees ask for help and I wish more people would ask for help more often. Yeah. And so this is, I'm really glad you, that's why I made that noise again, because I was really um, happy to hear that, like, that's something that I didn't even think of from the angle of like, there people will typically quit and bail in situations when obviously a they're not in a good state of mind because mm -hmm. that's why they're quitting when we like so many times all know like what's better for them but like who like i don't care to say because they've already made the decision and they shouldn't have made that bad decision right yeah. and then so what you said was that 
like the fact is that if they actually were open about how they're feeling Mm -hmm. and like you know there's there's an underlying cause why you're bailing right so like what is it like are you working too much too less do you need better training do you not like is there something on your mind that you can't communicate like there's so many things that could cause that yeah but just to quit and not deal with it that's why you end up being flighty and then it happens in a new job or a new relationship or a new interaction in life because you haven't dealt with the actual underlying cause oh yeah it's always gonna follow you you're gonna keep experience exactly so it's like okay add this to my plate and then i bail and then i add a bunch to my plate and then i bail and you're just like in that hamster wheel yeah because you're not actually addressing like hey how come you bail and you cut things out of your life way more than everybody else right yeah you know um and that that's the reason like you're not being open and once again i like rebecca said i get it there's issues that cause anxiety they cause um you know fears and all these things like we're Mm -hmm. all human we we all deal with those yeah but the the difference is like you have to be vocal about that like you have to look at solutions and the problem is so many people in life don't actually look for solutions yeah they just treat things at face value like okay that's it so like that's not i feel weird so i'm out like yeah a lot of times um people will rather quit their job than address an issue because they they feel scared to address the issue when i mean i i i don't understand this concept i'm trying really hard to and i know that It depends, um, you know, like, I don't want to say on your industry, but it depends kind of on the, like, age group of of your employees, I would say. Um, And just because we have a a lot of, like, really younger employees, just naturally. And so communication is a real struggle for the age group in which, like, that we hire for. And so we're always trying to really encourage like communication. And I mean, Chad is the the manager of all three of our store locations and like super chill, super down to earth, like there to help you. And, you know, if you have any like issues, if you need to work more, you need to work less, like probably going to make it happen so that you're happy and like couldn't be more flexible. And like, like we have sometimes where people will just quit and like out of the blue when they were just like doing their job like said that they loved it like we'll do evaluations or like no like this is the best job ever and then like they quit because they get overwhelmed with everything and it's like it's so hard because you can't even help them at that point right and I think that um it's just because like with social media and stuff we're not used to being like face to face and addressing issues or I honestly, I don't know what it is, but... Well, yeah, so I know it's... it's, I've always talked about this, and I'm probably going to continue to talk about it as I get older, is that, like, it's so wrong with, like, the things you learn in, in elementary school and high school. You know, all these things you don't actually apply to life. Yeah. And, like, I feel if people spent the entire time in school learning about communication about um life about interaction about like you know um anxiety fear like all the emotional things that you have to deal with like you're gonna come out of that 
with so much more value in life than learning about the isosceles triangle. Like it just blows my mind why, you know, I feel like it's just such an old way of doing it and they haven't even taken time to think about rewriting yeah, you what know that what? looks like. like right? Honestly, I'm, everybody knows my story that I dropped out of high school at 16, but like, and I'm not really big on the education system. Like I get that there's certain, uh, you know, things that it just teaches you skills. It doesn't teach you anything about life or emotional intelligence or awareness or like anything actually valuable in life. And, uh, it, it really just makes like, it makes me wonder why, like, are they just, do they just want everybody to like be struggling with anxiety? I don't know. It just, it seems like a whole, it, I think there's probably some conspiracy theory out there that they just want society as a whole to be like robots. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, just true. I, I just literally think that, that yeah. I'm not one of those crazy conspiracy people, for sure, I'm not. But when it comes to the education system and how like messed up it is and how they don't teach you about like taxes or mortgages or, or car loans or interest rates or like anything valuable, why like it's common sense that that would be more valuable than other things and it just i feel like there's a reason that we're not made aware exactly (laughs) well that's the whole thing like everything we talk about on the podcast or anything we've tried to teach just in general like of course a lot of it has to do with business but many of it has to do with life as well yeah so and and yeah i mean all this stuff i mean it's things that we are teaching people because we didn't learn it and we're excited that we actually are learning and have learned many of these things and we've had to figure it out and kind of trial and error, trial and error um, into our adult years. And it's like, if anybody taught me this when I was 16, when I was 20, I would be forever grateful because I learned so much useless nonsense. Yeah. Nobody taught me the benefit of not like quitting. Nobody taught, and, and you, you know, know what? I really love, um, I love parents who use the strategy of like, if I sign you up for this, you're completing it and i love if you know if the kid goes to the parent and is like i don't like this i don't want to do this and whatever and the parent is like no you committed to it you're gonna finish it Mm. and i love that parenting style because it really teaches the life skills that that kid's gonna need when it comes to anything they just decide that they don't like because the kids are not in control of their emotions so they struggle with this often where if they're in a bad mood or if they're just unhappy or they're grumpy they didn't get enough sleep like anything they're going to be upset and pissed off and then they're going to be like i don't want to go to soccer practice and whatever and then you know if you're the parent and you're constantly like oh it's okay you don't have to do that like that's literally the worst that literally is cringy and it sets your kid up to fail so much and and doing the opposite where you are like no you committed to this you signed up for this i understand you feel like you don't want to go today but we're going to push through just do the best you can and that is the best and teaching them to teaching them that other people are relying and depending on them to show up like their teammates and stuff like that um and and that you know you're letting your team down as well and just teaching them that whole team dynamic and stuff right and it's just it's so important it's the most important life lesson that you can teach your kid and we have lots of friends even though we don't have kids we have lots of friends that do and the ones that parent this way i'm like yeah that is fucking awesome 
Yeah, no, and I love that. And it's definitely not about like forcing your kids to do something that they don't want to do, but it's about like, hey, if like if I sign you up for this or if we sign up for for college here or university here, like do you want to go because like you need to be honest with me right now and let me because if we're saying you need to complete this because if not once again you're training yourself the wrong direction yeah it's the same thing with with people that will apply to work for a company and they'll say in their cover letter oh i have the most experience in customer service and food and all this and they've had like literally seven jobs in the year 2020 and it's like Oh my God! That's okay, the you've worst. had seven jobs in in a year, and you call that experience? Yeah, no, they, they like to like, like sell it to us, like they like have the most thing. experience. And you're I'm like, like yeah. uh, I'm gonna like invest all this money to train you, and you're gonna take you're a gonna hike bail, in like a month, right? So, <laughs> so I, no, exactly. It's just like I'm investing money to train. You're gonna bail. Your yeah. parents invested money, and they allowed you to bail, right? And they signed you up for soccer, and you bailed. Like it, it. A lot of this lies on on parents, but once again, it. it you know, Rebecca and I have had obviously different um, types of traumatic childhood. And, and the thing is, we, we've changed that, right? So I don't want people to hear this and go, oh, well, yeah, it's true. My mom or dad was didn't should have done that. And they didn't. So now I'm screwed. No, I mean, that's not the case. As a grown adult, we you have to challenge what those beliefs were, recognize that they did not serve a purpose for you and make better decisions as you move forward. Totally. Because there's lots of times in my childhood or youth where I was the exact same way because I didn't know any better at that time. I'd be like, yeah, I don't really feel like doing this, so I'm going to just cancel, or I don't really feel like like following through with that, so I'm just going to bail, or I don't really feel like doing this, so I'm just going to quit. Like, I, I would be like that too at that age, but that's why because we've worked through it and because we found better ways to problem solve and um, grow and stuff like that, it's like... Now that I know how to actually do it properly, I want everyone to know this because if I had somebody that was like an adult mentor at that age telling me, you know, the the better way to do things and how to actually work through challenges just the way that we're talking on this podcast, I mean, that would have been that would have been amazing. <laughs> Exactly, right? We love to just learn the hard way around here. So that's just what we do best. (laughs) So yeah. anyways, yeah. So I wanted to tell the story about the time we were at the sub place. So it wasn't even that long ago. We were at the sub place. Um, We go in, we order our subs. Uh, The ladies like super friendly to start. And then all of a sudden, um, this other, another customer walks in behind us and this lady's working. She, she wasn't even working alone. She's working with somebody else, but the other person was in the back. Anyways, um, another customer comes in as this lady is, uh, like making our subs. And then as soon as that lady comes in, the other customer, she starts to get really, really twitchy and like super anxious, (laughs) like that word and super nervous. And, um, she starts like asking us like, like really quick questions and like gets like starts moving quicker and like it's very clear that she's getting super anxious because she's trying to move faster and trying to do our order quickly so that the other customer doesn't get pissed off and then um and then the i don't even know what else happened but there was just one thing after yeah, what another happened is that, yeah and then so then uh, i think um Somebody they had like a skip her, the dishes or uber eats order yeah. and then her and then and then her um, computer started freezing. Oh yeah, the computer. And so everything was working. just happening. And and meanwhile, you and I and the the lady that came in we were, were just like super chill. We didn't care. Like, we were super just like, chill. She, she, I'm so sorry. Oh my god. And she's just like oh, she apologized like twenty like times. a million times. And we're like, yeah. 
sorry that you feel this way because like i'm not upset and we were just like we were like we we never get upset you were just like yeah oh my god but like it just i felt so bad because i'm like what like don't i hope you don't feel like this because of because you're making my sub like i'm not in a rush i'm not being angry or hostile i I could care less i'm just chilling like waiting for you like take however long you want and like I just always feel so bad and I I feel like that happens more often than not that the customer could care less like how quickly or slow you make a sub like if it takes five minutes or seven minutes or eight minutes or however long it takes like even if it goes over a couple minutes like no like the people that are going to yell at you are just assholes anyways they'll probably yell at you no matter how quickly or how perfectly you do it so um that was just a situation where we were like oh my god like it just really opened my eyes to the fact that you know people get overwhelmed over like it impacts a lot of people right yeah you know it's sad it's really sad and obviously you could just see that and you know of course we joke about it but i mean at the end of the day we knew that like she obviously i remember when we walked in in the car and we're like man like she has like a lot of issues she needs to figure out right and that's the whole point of this is like you know you can't be like making bad decisions in a bad state of mind you can't be freaking out because your emotions are overrunning you you can't be quitting and bailing just because things um like because the easy way out is easier Mm -hmm. like that's not gonna fix anything you're just constantly the whole saying of putting a band-aid on a broken arm like that's all you're doing you're not fixing anything you're just gonna temporarily stop the bleeding so um, so imagine somebody like that who is like super stressed out over like you know we were super chill customers and super friendly with her and she was so overwhelmed like just by making our subs and everything and imagine like an actual like crisis situation in her life like that like that would just like i don't even know how somebody like that would handle it right and that's what we're talking about like building the threshold because you know if i was making the subs and there was a couple customers in line i I would just i would just make them in the same amount of time that i would normally make them i would just be very calm and collected and just do one after the other and and that's how i would do i wouldn't get like anxious or like super stressed out about it just because there's more than one customer in the store i would just do my job the way that i was trained to do it and and that's it right and that's because i've built a threshold of not getting stressed out over really simple small things right and And how how often did you do that because you push through right because i pushed through and because i didn't quit and um if you think about like how often do these small situations happen right how often do you spill your coffee or how often do you um drop something or how often does that lady get more than one customer in line like chances are that happens fucking often right so if you are handling it with that amount of stress and anxiety with situations that happen like maybe three times a day, four times a day, that is a lot of stress and anxiety. And stress and anxiety caught like literally cause health problems and like diseases. It's like the worst thing for your body. Um, And that's what we're talking about, building that threshold of, you know, you go from that situation where somebody like that it doesn't take anything to stress them out. Like the simplest thing, stress them out. 
every single day and then it's like okay then take somebody else who you know maybe they get stressed out after a long week of work but you know they they get stressed out on on i wouldn't i wouldn't say friday nobody's really stressed out on friday but like at the end of a long week maybe they feel stressed out but that's okay because that's after a week it's not every single day and then you'll have people that you know maybe you know this one situation happens like their friend was mean to them or something and that just was a one-off situation that month and then they just get stressed out once a month or every other month or whatever and it's just all how you handle it and how you push through it where it happens less and less you know what i mean yeah so when you're just given that kind of graduated scale example like i love that because i apply that methodology to so many things in my life like mm-hmm. i want to be like a pro at and obviously not things that don't matter like but things that like are very transferable and and impact many areas of life and business Mm -hmm. i love just becoming an expert at that because then i look at everyone else around me and i'm like and it's not trying to like to put people down like i just look at it and i'm like wow like i i know a lot i know what's happening i know how to like figure this out yeah and you've came so far and i've came so far and that's all because of the work that i put in it's not like i'm like you know oh i was silver spoon this and i was handed this and you know i'm lucky and all like i put in the work i actually recognize that this is extremely important unlike the isosceles triangle yeah i realize that you know this is going to serve me in life and that's part of why you're saying in school like they're not teaching you anything that like this stuff matters like yeah it does not matter whether you have a business or not like you need to learn to not quit you need to learn to push through because that's where the growth happens like all the growth like the, what's that saying growth is on the other side of fear mm-hmm. like it's so true yeah. right and if you're constantly in anxiety and fear and and your mental state is all over the place and you're an emotional wreck like you're just spinning your wheels like there's no growth and the sad thing is like you say like you can end up being 60 70 80 like ages it's not like oh we have young staff and then they don't get it and Mm -mm. like we there's old people like that lady was older in the the subway it's like she's freaking out and she just has no tolerance for like you know unexpected things i guess right and yeah uh, i mean that stuff was even expected so i know it just um, takes such a toll on your mm-hmm. body and your mental state and just like it is so so bad for you no. so um that's why we're talking about it because it's so important to get a handle on it and to um work through things and figure out how to work through things in a healthy way other than taking the easy way out and quitting okay And so here's a few things that I thought of. You can think of your own things as I go through these. Mm -hmm. Um, But these are some things that I thought of that you can do when you're faced with a tough, challenging situation instead of giving up. Okay, so giving up is not an option. Agreed. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. No, I was like, yeah, (laughs) keep going. Giving up is not an option even in any of these. Okay, so number one. Talk to someone about the issue without quitting being an option, okay? So you let the person know, I am not going to quit. I'm just struggling with this. I'm having a really hard time. And get somebody else's opinion that you trust that you know will give you good advice, okay? So don't go to your 
you know, best friend or your girlfriend who, you know, has equally as flighty as you, equally as flighty. That is not somebody you want to ask for advice. Okay. (laughs) You want to ask for somebody wiser, more farther along than you are in either life or, you know, success or their business. Um, somebody from the outside who you trust that they're going to give you really good quality advice. Okay. And your friends, um, are not always the best option. Sometimes they are, if you're intentional about choosing your friends, but there's lots of friends that I wouldn't go to for certain types of advice because I just, I just know that they don't have that area of their life together, whatever. So why would I take advice from somebody? You know what I mean? You want to make sure that they're in a a place in their, in their life where they're going to be able to give you non-biased, non-judgmental advice that is going to help you and not hurt you. Okay. And so by talking to someone about the issue and not letting quitting being an option, um, it gets your feelings out. Um, and a lot of the time, that's all you even need to do is just vent to somebody that you trust that's going to help you through the problem. It could even be your boss. Um, it could be anybody, like a, a guidance counselor, whatever. Anybody that you trust that is uh, at a more stable and further along in life uh, and where they are at, okay? And uh, number two is remind yourself that you're doing what you're capable of to the best of your abilities and that is all that is required of you, okay? That is all that anyone expects of you And so nobody is going to expect you to, you know, go about like work, maybe like, I don't know, I don't even know how to describe this, but like, nobody's going to expect more from you than what you are capable of. So why even get stressed out about it? Just do the best that you can. Okay. If you are working through challenges and stuff like that, it helps to be open and honest with people like with your boss or you know your friend or your family member whoever if you're having an issue with it helps to let them know like hey like i'm just feeling really overwhelmed um and so they'll be a little bit more um gentle with you and they'll help you help set you up for success right if your boss knows that you are struggling you're you're going through exams right now and um you know whatever else you're dealing with maybe your grandma's in the hospital at the same time because a lot of bad shit likes to happen all at once just to fucking test us out and really overwhelm us and you know you go to your boss you explain what's going on and if you're working for the right place in a place that cares about anybody at all they're going to help you in any way that they can and it's your job to do that and to you know let them know what would help, right? Like, is it working less hours? Is it, you know, getting the week off? Like, what is it, right? Because there's so many things that you can do. Like you could get, you know, even a a leave of absence or, or whatever, and just work through that hard time of your life and then come back and do a great job. Like you always have, right? And so, um, number three is understand that, this one's really important. Understand that problems are a part of life. Okay. You cannot live a life <laughs> as a human without problems. So, I mean, fundamentally, if you know that, that problems are a part of life, then naturally they'll always happen. So the, the point is that the better problem solver you become, 
then the less problems you'll face because you won't even associate those things as problems, right? Like I said, and I used the example before of I have such a high stress tolerance now that 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 problems that that lady working at the sub place has would I, they don't even they're not problems to me they're just like non-issues right mm-hmm. and the more that you understand that problems are always going to happen and so it, the answer is not to just avoid and quit the answer is to become a better problem solver I mean, that's because the solution. that's the tool the solution is be a better problem solver yes because that's, that's the tool I've that learned. you can use yeah. in any problem Amen. situation absolutely okay and my last tip that i have is to um when you're faced with a problem something that i like to do is to get inspired and read stories of other people who have been through challenging times themselves and read about how they were able to overcome them because a lot of people um, in books or in podcasts and stuff like that that's why i love talk sharing my story of struggles and how i overcame them because i know that those are the stories that really help people in their lives when they're struggling too, to yeah. know that they're not alone and to that maybe some of my tips will help them get through their problems right and sometimes knowing that we're not alone in our struggles is all we need too. we just need to know that we're not weird we're not the only one that struggles you know when you're scrolling through your facebook highlight reel of all the smiles and the dates and everything like that um everybody struggles so knowing that we're not the only ones going through that is i mean just a fact so <laughs> exactly those are, those that's are awesome. my tips do you have any other no, tips? that's fantastic just to add on to the whole whole thing about how we're not alone and we all have issues and it's true right i mean obviously that provides a support system and but the one thing that i like to add on to that whenever i hear you know people talking about problems is um hey that's great like yeah we all have problems for sure and i'm definitely empathetic with it when it comes to staff and i get on their level and different issues that they may have but mm-hmm. um i want them to think of solutions for themselves right yeah. so you know okay this is going on and um and i'll let them make a solution well what do you what do you want like do you want less hours do you want um you know some change in your job duties potentially like what is it that you want to see that is going to allow you to kind of get through this because i know mm-hmm. it's really tough in your world and once again it's not about me judging where they're at because I was at that point when I was younger too, right? Like mm-hmm. it's all about what you've learned and how you've, like we talked about earlier, pushed through the, um, you know, the the stress of not wanting to quit and, and find on the other side that there's benefits. So I'll be like, what what does that look like for you? What's so to help people build that problem solving skill for solutions is where it needs to go as opposed to the whole hey i got problems and i'm gonna you know post about on social media and then we're Mm -hmm. not gonna actually like talk about a solution right yeah hey that's great that you're doing that it's certainly better than not doing that so that is absolutely the first step like good on you but where do we go from here right like what it's not like okay every day i'm going to vent this issue where do we go from here and yeah i would just encourage and challenge anybody listening to this if you're somebody who you know has these issues which we all do and you'd like to typically vent about it or you know try to be vulnerable hey that's great that's step one and then now step two is how do we figure out figure out a solution and um you know the empathetic approach that that i 
go to on that is that like I'm not here to obviously I have a lot of knowledge I have a lot of solutions but you know the, the whole point of our podcast is like you can hear these things it's not about like okay you know Rebecca said this so I'm gonna go do this and Chad said that and I definitely got it it's about okay they said this so how can I interpret that and then apply it to my life with where I'm at that I feel would really be helpful to yeah. get me from like A to B totally. as opposed to like A to F right exactly. like well, I'm not looking for you to leapfrog across all these steps that you're not ready for mm-hmm. i'm just looking for you to to make those small leaps to to move forward each day to make yourself happier healthier all that kind of stuff so that's Absolutely. what we're trying to and that's what inspiration is right yeah exactly and so one last thing that i want to say before we head out is um where are we heading I don't know. We're going <laughs> to head to the couch, I think, and watch some TV. What Sounds are we watching? What do we have know. to watch? Superstar. That's all we've been watching is the Superstar. It's really funny, though. Like, I, I'm, I love Dina. She's my favorite. Um, but the last thing I want to mention is that being a good leader, because I feel like a lot of people who would listen to our podcast are, you know, business owners, entrepreneurs. Um, any, Like we said, anyone can be a leader. It doesn't matter. And so being a good leader is not about understanding. Um, I don't really know how to describe this, but it's not about if somebody comes to you with a problem, it's not about like you being like, that's a stupid problem. I would never have that problem. Like it's about uh, understanding that that problem is a problem to them and it's real to them. Right. Mm. Because I think a lot of the times like, as leaders or or bosses and stuff like that or or parents too you know if somebody breaks up with their boyfriend for example like that is super traumatic for them at that for anybody like even Mm -hmm. if you're you're dating in your 30s like that's hard at any age Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter but i'm just using this as an example um they break up with their boyfriend and they're super upset and they they don't feel like they can come into work and whatever like it's not about you being like oh that's a stupid uh problem to have like it's just you just broke up with your boyfriend you need to still come into work like you shouldn't feel that way and blah 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 it's not about that and i think like the the best leaders know that that is like it doesn't matter what the issue is because the the point is is that whatever the issue is it's important to that person and to have empathy for that person that you know just because you may not react that way if your boyfriend broke up with you it's a big deal to them right and so treating it like like it's a serious deal because they're being vulnerable and open and telling you that um you know it it does not help when you're in a leadership role and you are are not understanding and not empathetic towards them exactly and one last thing i want to just add on that is that um you know if typically if you're a leader or if you're a parent you would you would take the opposite end of each wrong approach Mm -hmm. so you would be like oh suck it up like that's not a big deal and then you'd be like obviously an asshole about it or you would be like oh it's okay oh you you don't want to do that let me just like not pay for let's just sign you for baseball you want to do baseball yeah we'll do that too okay well and then the kid doesn't want baseball you don't want baseball okay no problem i don't care about the money you just put in that let's now do and you're just feeding that so that's not so what you want to do is meet them at that level that's right in the middle and say listen even though i don't maybe not understand i can empathize that's the difference Mm -hmm. between sympathize 
sympathize, empathize. Yeah. I recognize in your reality, this is a big deal. So, and then, and then you want to challenge them to obviously be like, what does that solution look like for you? I obviously know certain answers. And, and like we always say that you can always objectively give other people better advice and you can give it to yourself, mm-hmm. but if it needs to come from them because once it comes from them, then they believe it. And then they think that that's going to happen. You're just there to listen, yeah. kind of reinforce, validate, give us a few small tips here and there, but it has to come from within. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, that's definitely what I've learned over yeah. the years for sure. Well, that's great. Yeah. And, and if you're there to help guide them in making those decisions, mm-hmm. that's the best thing. Cause like yeah. you said, when they come up with it themselves, it is, they take it much more seriously than if you told, just told them what to do and gave them the answers. Yeah. Totally. So that's the end of our podcast. And we hope that you really enjoyed this episode. We loved talking about this topic. And I think another topic we need to talk about leadership. is leadership yeah. and how to be a good leader. And yeah, because we have lots and lots and lots of tips and experience and stuff of what to do and what not to do. And so maybe that will be one of our next ones. So we hope you enjoy listening and we can't wait to talk to you guys again soon. Bye. Until next time.